Hello everyone, my name is Maria and I welcome you to the PA Chronicles podcast. Thank you for checking this out. This platform is designed to bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be on your path to becoming not only a physician assistant, but a person who loves, serves, and leads for the common good for those around them. Whether you are seeking to become a PA, a PA student, or already a certified PA, may this podcast inspire you and encourage you. May you be a light in the world and always stay lit. best episodes that you could listen to right now. It is going to cover the nitty-gritty of a checklist that is required for you to know and have prior to the application portal opening at the end of this month. For some of you, this is your first time applying to PA programs. For others, you know the drill. This is your second, third, or fourth time applying. Either way, I'm so excited for all of you this year. The application cycle opens April 28th, 2022. If you have a pen and paper, make sure you jot that date down everywhere you go. Do not forget it. This is a great time to gather all the things you need so that you're ready on April 28th, 2022. It is 24 days from now. So by now, it is best to have all of your letter of recommendation requests confirmed and or completed by your respective individuals. I can't stress that enough. Letters of recommendations go a long way, especially when it truly should speak on your behalf of what kind of person you are beyond the paper, beyond the grades, beyond your patient care hours. It truly adds a lot of value. So make sure that you stay persistent, you keep asking the people that you asked to write on your behalf for them to have the document accessible and ready to go so when they get the email from CASPA to upload it, they already have it somewhere on their computer, on file, and it can be submitted because that will increase your ability to submit your application and get it verified quicker than most for those that are prepared. One of my favorite quotes is, be ready so you don't have to get ready. So that's a big one. Your letters of recommendation should come from people that know you well and can speak on your behalf. And on average, PA programs accept three letters of recommendations. They require three. Some require five. CASPA, fortunately, allows you to upload five letters of recommendation. I was always a big believer in maximizing. So I'm going to maximize that number and I'm going to encourage you to do the same. If you're able to upload three or five letters of recommendation in this case, then upload five. But just make sure that they're from people that really know you well. Additionally to the checklist, make sure you have spreadsheets or some type of organized documents that you've logged over time, all of your patient care hours, your volunteer hours and shadowing hours, and whatever else you've done for extracurriculars that will make you stand out on the application cycle. If you haven't logged any of that right now, the time is now, start small, but it'll only make the application process that much more smoother when you're truly just transferring information of all the hours you've put in and that they're organized based on what you've done. 
Secondly, make sure that you have truly understood how to submit transcripts via the CASPO portal. So sometimes when you get to the CASPA application on April 28, 2022, you will see that you have ways that you can submit your transcripts. So you could either order the transcripts electronically on CASPA using one transcript from each school you attended. In this case, it's college only. Transcripts must go directly to CASPA to be valid. And you can even ask your colleges right now, and some of you might have already done this, you can ask your colleges right now to send their transcript to CASPA as a reminder when the application opens. So you can just email such and such a school and say, hey, my CASPA application portal for getting into PA school opens April 28, 2022. I wanna make sure that my transcript is accessible and it can be sent to CASPA directly once I provide you with my CASPA ID, which is like your Bible. You should really hold on to it, kind of like a treasure, okay? And you could also enter the transcript info on your app or pay for CASPA transcript entry services as well. So there's many options. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to request or send transcripts and get ready for that start date. So a couple of you guys have asked, well, how about timing? When's best to apply? So like I said, CASPA opens at the end of this month. So if you're applying to schools that start in January of 2023, then the best time to truly get your application in is April or early May. That, that's the sweet spot. That's the time frame that you should really have everything logged in on CASPA. Your application personal statement should be done ahead of time on a Word document. Some of you guys are working on it now. Some of you guys have refined it over the last six months. That's the difference between which candidate gets chosen and which one does not. So make sure you're one of those candidates that has everything logged. The personal statement is written. The letters of recommendations are confirmed being done. And all of your transcripts are in the process of being sent when the application opens for that sweet spot of applying and getting your application verified in April and early May, especially for schools that start January of 2023. If you are applying to programs that start in May or August of 2023, then your sweet spot is May to September. So you have time. So if you're one of those people that haven't been logging hours or you're trying to gather all of your information and April 4th today is a little bit too soon, then you have time and that's certainly okay, especially for programs that are starting in later 2023 springtime. If you're someone that's taking a gap year, which I speak with a lot of potential candidates that ask me all the time, should they take a gap year? What does that look like? What does that mean for applying? So if you're taking a gap year, then the best time to apply for PA programs is end of your senior year or shortly after graduation. That's the time to really consider 
trying out the first application cycle. If you're not taking gap year at all, then you should apply end of your junior year and beginning of your senior year. So that's your sweet spot. And for those that have programs who have rolling admissions, the best time to apply to those programs with rolling admissions is May or June. And just know that that's still pretty early because they're taking applications as they come. They're weeding through everything and they'll be offering interviews fairly shortly following that. And then just make sure you stay positive throughout this whole process. I'm sure you know someone that has either applied to PA school before or this isn't your first rodeo. So the biggest advice that I could give you is stay encouraged, stay prepared, utilize your resources at your disposal, and just know the more prepared you are, the better the chances you have. The more you're able to respond to shortcomings because you know, okay, I can prevent this shortcoming because I've already done the work. I've gathered all my information. I have everything saved on my computer, ready to go. I have pre-populated my volunteer hours and patient care hours, and I know exactly which prerequisites I have for my selected programs that I desire to get in. And really try to apply to programs that you know well and that you fit their mission statement, you fit their philosophy. There's ways that you can apply to programs in which I've seen people apply to 10 to 13 programs just hoping to get in, just because they applied to such a big number, just hoping to get an interview and that experience. But then there's other kids that I've had and and coached through and mentored that have applied to three programs or five programs and they truly align with that mission and they actually gained more interviews because they were able to sell themselves more specifically and directly to those respective programs. So it's up to you of how you want to kind of play the the options and opportunities for when you apply to your PA programs. But just know that Everyone is applying, everyone wants to get in, and your personal statement truly is your bread and butter, along with your letter of recommendations, as well as some programs ask for supplemental applications. So not only does the personal statement go to every PA program that you apply to through CASPA, but your supplemental applications are very individualized to the programs you had applied to. So what does that mean? When you apply to, say, Rutgers University through CASPA, I'm just throwing out a university name, they will have a supplemental application through CASPA saying, hey, you need to apply and write a supplemental essay through our website, whereas other PA programs will actually have their supplemental essay question embedded into the CASPA portal. So just make sure you're able to allow yourself time to answer all the questions that they might have for their supplemental application. Make sure your finances are in order because it can be costly, especially when you apply to your first program. That's the most expensive one to get your application verified. Following that, each application will have a set price all throughout the board. 
So just make sure you stay positive, stay persistent, stay encouraged, stay organized, and truly stay prepared. I can't stress that enough. I'm not one of those people that likes to fluff and, you know, give you harmony. I want to give you truth. If you guys have questions or need guidance, please email me at thepachronicles at gmail.com. I would love to respond. I would love to guide you guys in the best possible way. I've been through this process more than once, both as a candidate for a PA program, then on interview boards and so forth. So I'm not too far detached from this whole process and I absolutely loved it. I grew a lot from applying to PA school. There was a lot of ups and downs, but ultimately I know that you guys are the best candidate for your respective programs when you guys are prepared and are encouraged and truly stay true to yourself because good things can happen to those that truly want it. And I wish you guys the best. I will have more episodes regarding what else can be done through your CASP application cycle. And just know that even if you don't have all of these things that I had talked about in the beginning of this episode for the application portal day, just know that you're not alone and you're not behind. You just have a little bit more work to do. But that's not a problem and anything can happen. Every year the encouragement is an interview, even if you get waitlisted, every progress matters. No progress is too small to celebrate and I want you guys to remember that. I want you guys to reach out to me or anyone that you know that has gone through the process. There's ways to truly take advantage of this opportunity. This isn't life or death. You will get through this. You will get to your PA programs. You will get through your desired PA program and become a competent PA. I know it for sure. You just have to believe in yourself and I can't wait to hear about the results. So with that, I hope you guys have a great day. Make sure that you get enough sleep, enough rest throughout your weeks leading up until the application portal opens and even through the whole process. Find joy in all things. If you want more content, please email me, ask questions. For all I know, I may even be able to do a couple episodes based on the topics you want me to cover. I'd be more than happy to do so. If you want to give me a follow on Instagram, please go right ahead. My Instagram handle is at the underscore PA underscore chronicles. And again, please check this podcast out. Subscribe so that you stay up to date with future episodes that will cover even more important topics along the way.